The Stage Door Show. Celebrating the independent artist. With your host, Dave Hondell. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Stage Door Show tonight. This is Dave Hondell. Uh, tonight, I'm honored to have with me Naomi Rogers, who plays Tina Turner in the Broadway musical, uh, Tina, the Tina Turner musical, now currently in Tampa, Florida. It's on tour throughout the U.S., uh, she's an accomplished performer, and we couldn't be happier she's with us tonight. So welcome to the show, Naomi. Hi. How are you doing, Dave? So happy to be here with you. I'm so happy as well. And and uh, we were just talking off air. I was just uh, down in Fort Lauderdale here uh, near where I live, and you guys were on tour down here. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, you know, Ann Nesby, is on the show with you. And uh, just, you know, I, I saw the show the other day, and it's just amazing. Um, the, I, I, I didn't know what to expect going in, and I was just amazed uh you know we're still t- my wife and i are still talking about the show right now just how amazing the show is and uh the dancing and just the movement throughout the entire thing and so how do you keep yourself in shape not only just physically but also you know, with your vocal range um i i've learned a lot with doing this show especially in rehearsals that i need a lot of rest um <laughs> i know you know i have a whole cast of people because i'm used to being in the ensemble and you know going out with friends and things like that. And so I was used to keeping up with my body and also being able to go out. But in this case, it is all muscles that need to be worked at all times in this show. So it's the throat, it's the body, all of these muscles that are working together. So rest has been my number one (laughs) workout. I will be, I will be honest. Um, And also being able to just build a lot of stamina. It's a stamina thing. So if, if I, I've been active ever since I was a little girl, so this was really nothing to to tap into and just be on stage and be able to just go for it. And um, it is a lot physically and it looks like that from the audience. But on stage, it is it's literally just about stamina and being able to do this, you know, four times a week. Me and Cern. So it's become muscle memory to my body. So I don't have to work out as much because it is a workout all in itself. That's what I tell people all the time. This show is a workout. So I try to physically stay um, stay as rested as possible so that I can give 100% every single time I'm on that stage. You know, I don't think a lot of people understand, too, when they go to New York, you know, and you're on Broadway, you know, they see shows that are in like a the one spot, like for many, many months or maybe even years. <laughs> And so when people are done with the show, they'll go back home if they live, you know, know, I'm sure they live in the city or somewhere around the city, but you are living out of a suitcase. You're doing the show, but you're also living out of a suitcase, which people, if you've ever traveled a lot, you understand how tiring travel is in itself. But, you know, not only are you living out of a suitcase, but you're also living, you know, you're going to show to show on buses and so forth. So how does, how do you keep yourself mentally prepared for stuff like that? Um, I been touring right now I, I usually tell people uh, this is my my fifth year going on touring and being on the road ever since I left college uh, I went to school in New York ever since I left college I've literally been booked to be on the road so it has been nothing but um like non-stop like pick up and go pick up and go pick up and go so I'm used to it but with Tina it is it can be a lot because our days off are our travel dates so having a Monday being a day off and you're on a bus most of the day, it can be hard. But also I have learned to find a lot of a joy in it because I get to be with my cast, um, being that I don't get to do all eight shows. I'm not with them all the time. So to be able to bond with them and do things like that, 
is is really nice and it brings it it brings me back into okay this travel day isn't so is isn't so bad but living out of a suitcase <laughs> i can't go shopping like i want <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i cannot buy new clothes i have to literally just just remember like okay you can't keep stuff in this because you can't go over the uh the baggage weight. You just cannot do oversized <laughs> baggages. You don't have the money for it because going to every city and having to pay for oversized baggage fees, that's a lot. So yeah, so sure. thank God that you know our company takes care of us when it comes to baggage fees. But to 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 travel and and do this, it I, I like to say this is how Tina Turner lived. You know, when she did her world tour, you know, this is the life that she was living was getting up every day and traveling to the next spot and, and going to perform and giving a hundred percent. So I kind of feel like I tell people I'm living the rock star life. Well, you know, that's one of the questions I was going to ask you because, you know, being in a musical like this, where, where it's uh you're almost like doing a concert essentially, you know, at some points of the show, which I won't, I won't uh, spoil it for the people who haven't seen it, but you got to see the show. You got to see the yes. show. Stay, stay until the end, stay until the end. Uh, but, you know, uh, speaking of that, uh, you know, the, you know, just the fun, you know, piece of, of that where, where you get to perform and, and, uh, but, you know, during the show, I, I was amazed at seeing some of the young performers. I mean, like nine, 10 years old. That are Phenomenal. Just, yeah. I, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Cause I mean, uh, Ava Johnson, we had on the show and, I'm just blown away by that, by that girl. That young lady, she was um, able to be a standby on Broadway for little uh, for young anime. She oh, okay. was able to do that on Broadway. So I was I already knew that she was going to be amazing. But to be in the room with such a talented young little girl and also has the brain of like a a tween, uh, you know, a, a teenager, you know, she already knows and, you know, is thinking about what's what's coming next. And she's always on top of it. She's so professional, but also the talent is out of this world. Like me and her, when we're on stage during the concert, like I always, she always does this little run and me and her go, when she does it, she goes, da 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 da. And so we do that every <laughs> single time. And it is my favorite part. It's yeah. the best connection that I have with her because we're so musically inclined. And right. so to have a little girl who thinks just like I do musically, it's it blows my mind every single time. Like I, every time she does something new or different on stage, I go, like the audience could see me. I go, I didn't know she was going to do that. She's, <laughs> she's immensely, immensely talented. I'm so grateful to be in a space with her. Yeah. yeah. You know, and also how much of Tina's story did you know ahead of time before you did the, uh, you know, did the part? I mean, a lot of us knew the the second piece. I mean, once she knew, you know, Ike and so forth, but a lot of us didn't know the, the, the backstory of when she was growing up. I mean, how much did you know and how much research did you have to do for the role? Um, I did not know as much coming in. I knew I grew up watching um, Tina Turner's uh, movie with Angela Bassett, but I definitely did not know, like you said, the backstory. Um, it came down to when I was in um, auditions for the show. I really have never really auditioned for a show the way that I auditioned for this. And not to say that I haven't given 100% in other auditions or really done my research or really dug deep. But I definitely, for sure, did not know anything until I actually started looking into her documentaries. And her documentaries are more so about how she grew up. There's videos of her mom and things like that. And um, of her mom talking back in the day about, you know, Tina's success. And it, it's not so great. Some of the some of the videos aren't so, you know, uh, you know, good and they don't feel good. So. 
to know that all of this information is out here, it was just like a joy. So I came into the space knowing and feeling and understanding Tina in a different way than I ever have. And so to be able to implement it in the show and to be able to rehearse it and kind of already tap into it. I mean, our director, Philida Lloyd, you know, she um, made sure that we uh, sat down and uh, read the I, Tina Turner book. We, okay. She made sure that we dug deep into it. We, you know, we sat in circles, big circles, and passed the book around and read about her upbringing. You know, she was wow. g- going into little small details about Nutbush, Tennessee. So to have that, you know, insight from, you know, social, not social media, but the internet, and to also have our director, you know, want us to dive even deeper into, you know, feeling like we are literally in Nutbush in these scenes or in, in on stage. It, it it really it really transformed how I looked at this role and as I looked at Tina, it really did. You know how how did you uh, grow up singing? I mean, did you? I mean, everybody has like a start, right? And and I know you went to AMDA in New York. Uh, some some friends of mine went there as well, and you know. But before that piece, you know, what? How did you get interested in the arts and and then singing in general? Um. So growing up, I grew up singing in the church. Uh. For since I don't even know, since I could talk. <laughs> uh, my father, my biological father, he um, was a singer as well. And uh, um, from the glimpses of when he was in my life, I do remember because I can relate to Tina. We both, you know, grew up with singing fathers, you know, fathers for preachers, and then they left. Yeah. So yeah. I, it, so our angst and our sound comes from a whole different place. Sure. So, um, Growing up, that's what all I've known is to sing. Um, then he left and my mom c- tried to carry on, you know, that, 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 um, how can I say it? She tried to help me continue to find my voice as I was sure. growing up. So then she was just like, wait, she's very like dramatic too. Maybe we should put her in the arts. <laughs> so, so I remember we moved to a little small town in, uh, called Elizabeth City, North Carolina, my mom got married, moved over there. We um, spent time there. And um, I remember I was 13 years old at the time and she took me to a musical theater uh, show. And uh, I looked at it and it was the music man. And the young lady who was playing the lead is usually played by our, uh, it's usually a predominantly white role. Right, right. A black girl was playing it. So, and it was someone I had known from like elementary school. Right. And I was like, oh, I know her. So after the show's over, my mom, you know, me and her talk. And I was like, yeah. She was like, you enjoyed that? I was like, yeah, that was pretty cool. She said, okay, great. You'll be auditioning for this uh, theater next Monday. And I said, <laughs> and my mom is literally like that person. She's like that person that's like, well, that's what you're doing. And I don't know what else you think you're going to do next Monday, but this is what we're doing. Literally. So I'm like, I'm like, I was growing up, I was so nervous to sing in front of a lot of people, but I loved singing. So went in there, sang the whiz. And then that was, that was my start of everything. My mom, it was the push of my mom. I was very athletic as a kid. I just wanted to play softball, basketball. (laughs) I wanted to play with the boys, you know? So I grew up very, uh, very, uh, tomboyish in a way, but, um, musical theater came into my life because my mom, she pushed, she pushed for me to do this. So ever yeah. since then, it's just been up. Literally, my career has just been going, you know, I, um, she just made sure that she, as a, you know, a single parent took care of me enough to be able to help me be successful. So she was like the military or musical theater. <laughs> <laughs> choices, yeah. 
what, a, what a choice. Uh, you know, so I know on, on tour again, uh, my friend Ann Nesby's on the tour and I mean, with her background and singing and sounds of blackness and, and yes. everything that you've been a part, part of, I mean, do you, do you ever just try to be a sponge, I guess, for, for some things that she's been through and, and uh, just being out there and, you know, being a Grammy nominee and Grammy winner with Sounds of Blackness, do you ever try to be a sponge, you know, as a young performer? Oh, at the moment right now, I am like all over t- uh, Miss, Mr. Tim and Mama Ann. That's, I call them both mom and dad. <laughs> hey, hey, mom, they know me. They know my voice. They know when I say mom and dad, that's them. So it's me. <laughs> but um, I am trying to soak it up as much as I can. Um, I, I feel that because I only do four shows, I don't get the whole eight shows with her. So I don't get to spend as much time with her. But I can't wait until, you know, we're only a couple, not, yeah, a couple months into the tour. So, you know, we're all just kind of like finding our way through right now. And I can't wait to actually sit down and settle down and talk with Anne, you know, because this is someone who is a legend in, you know, in our eyes. And this, and I, you know, especially in rehearsals, I try to take a lot of her, um, her wisdom and a lot of her grace that woman walks with so much grace and, and her spirit exudes love and um, all everything that you want or want to learn from her. You just got to look at her. <laughs> Honestly, exactly. yeah, she's absolutely. a woman of power. So I can't I'm, I'm trying to soak up as much as I can. And I can't wait to learn more about her. Absolutely. Uh, you know, and we have a lot of young artists that listen. Uh, a lot of them are in the theater uh, and, you know, go to shows like, you know, see you and see everybody on, on you know, on tour. Uh, you know, so we, there's, there's a, there's a part in the show right now. I want to ask for, you know, advice that you have for maybe a young performer, uh, you know, that that's, uh, you know, trying to get started in the business and, you know, maybe auditioning a lot and, and not maybe having any success. So what do you say to somebody like that? That's, uh, that's going to a lot of auditions, but they're not having a lot of success. Um, I would love to say to young performers, young artists, young musicians, all of the above, that there is no limit to your success in this business. There is no limit. People will try to put a stopper on you. People will try to put a label on you. People will try to. But I did not know that I was a rock and roll singer until I came and sang rock and roll for the first time. I did not know that my voice could sit because I was doing Frozen and I was a soprano for so long and I never heard my voice in this sound. When I got this audition, my agents literally, they didn't send me, usually they send me an itinerary or, um, you know, letting me know about the audition, but they just texted me and they were like, do you think that you can do this? And I was like, I don't know, but let's see. There's literally no limit to your success, to your talent. This industry wants everyone. They need you. And I think that's the number one thing is that you are needed somewhere. No, but no one knows you yet. So go keep going to these auditions. Keep letting people see your face. I know it's tiring. I know it it hurts to hear no. I know it hurts to not even get a call back. But at the end of the day, those people are still going to remember who you were. Those people are still going to have your name, have your headshot waiting to go for the next gig. And I just I, I, I encourage people as well as, you know, my this is just for me personally. I pray and I manifest. I really believe that what you set your mind to do and what you believe in, it will happen for you. But you have to be able to believe it for yourself. No one else can do that. But you you, you can only really believe in what you are capable of doing. And I promise everything will come your way, you know. So 
yeah. especially for this role. I tell people all the time, I'm like, manifestation was number one key. I remember coming from my last audition and I came and I sat down with one of my friends from uh, my cast um, of my last contract. And they were like, you know, how was it? And I was like, I got it. Yeah, right. I've never felt so sure. I've never felt so certain. I was just looking at them and I was like, I got it. I, I felt the room. I felt myself. I believed in it. And I also know that this is meant for me. Right. Yeah. yeah that's, that's great advice. Uh, you know, the, the other thing is you're on tour so many times. I mean, this isn't your only tour that you've been on, but out of all the tours you've been on, what, what's your favorite stop on, on any tour you've been on? New Orleans. <laughs> You're about to go there next, right? <laughs> yes. I'm. Oh my gosh. New Orleans was a hoot and a holler. It was Bourbon so Street. much fun. Yeah. Bourbon Street. Oh my gosh. We stayed. It, it was dangerous. We stayed right on Bourbon Street yeah, when wow. I got my last contract. It was ridiculous. And we're going next week. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I was so, just there for the I'm first so time. I was like, wow, what a great place. <laughs> exactly. The food. I mean, come on. Etouffee. I can't get enough. <laughs> I had shrimp and grits for the first time in, in New Orleans. And I was like, I was, I was hooked. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Did you get any crawfish? Any, I did any, not, uh, no. No crawfish, but I did have jambalaya. I had uh, shrimp and grits and oh my gosh, all kinds of stuff that I couldn't name, I guess. But yeah, there was just amazing. They fed us so well. And when uh, Tim uh, and Ann said they were going to New Orleans, I'm like, oh, you guys are going to have so much fun. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited. But that was my my favorite stops i mean la is beautiful but come yeah. on new orleans <laughs> <laughs> well we can't uh can't wait to see what the rest of the tour brings for you and, and the rest of the cast and the great crew as well uh, i was able to meet a lot of your crew and just amazing people so uh you know kudos to everyone on that uh cast and crew for the kind of um you know production you guys are putting on number one it's amazing uh, selling out these venues. I mean, I looked around, I couldn't believe every, every there was not one person sitting down uh, at the end of the show. So it was just amazing uh, production to see. So, you know, great, great work on your part and everyone else. Um, you know, the last, before we end though, I want to ask you one thing uh, when it's, when it's said and done in your career is, is uh, you know, at, way down the road and it's twilight and, and you want to leave a legacy, what kind of legacy do you want to leave to your fans and to everyone uh, that uh, that knows Naomi Rogers, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? The kind of legacy I want to leave is that, and this is just my thing, but I I am nothing without God. I am nothing. I, 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 every step, every order, he, 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 he is in it. Yep. And without God and without faith, all things fail. So to be able to be a woman of God is the legacy that I would leave. Is to is to be spiritually spiritually aligned, and also to know that you are enough, and that no one can define who you are, because that's that's how you leave your mark. Is that no one can be you, so be you to the fullest, and that's the legacy that I would want to leave. Is because I'm my, I'm myself through and through, and I can't not be me. And that's the greatest thing about me. Even if people, you know, don't like, don't like it. Even if people do love it, you know, I'm still me, and I never take that away. I never compromise. My father, my uh, my stepdad told me never compromise who you are. Right. And that's the legacy I want to leave. That's amazing. Uh, great legacy. And 
uh, with that, we'll, we'll we'll let you back to your uh, your vocal rest and, <laughs> and uh, you know because I know you guys have a couple more shows before you head over to New Orleans. But uh, thank you so much for joining us today, uh, Naomi, and I can't thank you enough for for joining us and taking the time. So thank you. Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. <laughs>